Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 83. It isn't all your fault. ADHD may make you an easy target in your relationship, but both partners have some ability to make things better. It may begin with you working on your stuff, but it won't end with you. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. I want to start out by announcing that I figured out how to change one of the settings on my website so that iTunes now displays more than just the last 10 episodes. I currently have it set to 50, but I'm checking to see if I can get every episode listed without, you know, messing anything up. So this means that you can easily download some of the older episodes if you wish, without having to go through the archives on my site. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Presumably this change also applies to other players too. It's great when technology actually cooperates. Anyway, I got an email from a guy who was just recently diagnosed with ADHD and found it extremely helpful in understanding his life. That's the good news. The bad news is that he's separated from his wife, partly because of his struggles related to ADHD, and is having trouble getting his wife to read any of the information that he's trying to give her about ADHD. She says that it's just excuses and that everybody forgets things. I'm sure you've all heard that one before. She says she'll do her own research, but thus far doesn't seem too interested in learning much about ADHD. So he's kind of stuck. As much as his wife makes herself an easy target for being so close-minded, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to talk about relationships in general. I'm mostly going to be talking about romantic relationships, but, you know, most of this also applies to friendships and other relationships. It's just that relationship dynamics tend to be amplified when there's a romantic connection, so we sort of feel it more then. The problem with ADHD, especially when undiagnosed and untreated, is that it makes you a very easy target in relationships as being the problem or the troubled one. The other person can justify their misdeeds as being a reasonable reaction to what you did. Or maybe it wasn't so reasonable, but, you know, let's get back to the more comfortable topic of how you screwed up. Your ADHD can become the perpetual get-out-of-jail-free card for your partner. Let's face it, ADHD tends to create colorful and noteworthy situations on a fairly regular basis. If it didn't, it would just be sort of a personality quirk or tendency or something. So there's indeed some justification for making a big deal out of your ADHD moments. However, that doesn't mean that you should be crucified every time you leave the milk out or that the discussion should end before you get around to talking about your partner's reaction to this absent-minded moment. As much as we all love to avoid dealing with our issues and like to think that it's all our partner's fault, that's just not a formula for long-term success and happiness. It can feel great to be the self-righteous one who has been wronged, 
but rarely are relationships that simple. If you're the designated problem in your relationship, there comes a time where you need to challenge your partner about your reputation and role in the relationship. Of course, this doesn't mean going to the other extreme where your partner is now the problem and you're the designated victim. Rather, it's a matter of finding a balance where you're both the victim and the perpetrator, that you both play a part in what goes on between you. Of course, you'll be on much firmer ground if you actively address your ADHD by educating yourself about it, getting appropriate treatment, and striving to apply ADHD-friendly strategies that will help you be more effective, even if they don't come naturally, especially if they don't come naturally. This desire to improve yourself, to be a better person, is something you owe yourself as much as you may also owe it to your partner. Even if your partner is hounding you about it, remember that you're doing this for yourself out of your own sense of integrity of wanting to be the best that you can be. In addition to the obvious benefits that come from getting on top of your ADHD, one of the relationship benefits is that it makes it easier to admit it when you blew it. No matter how good you're doing, there will still be times when you drop the ball. But since your partner isn't exactly perfect, you don't need to be either. But it's crucial to be able to admit those mistakes without crumbling into self-despair, guilt, or shame. A little bit of those emotions keeps us honest, you know, which is good. But if we feel them too strongly, then we either get defensive and try to minimize the problematic situation, or we give in to our partner's attempts to pin all the blame on us, and thereby they avoid their own part in it. This then maintains that dynamic where you're the designated problem. And while it may be true that you're more likely to be the one who forgets things or, you know, whatever, that doesn't automatically mean that there has to be a problem in the relationship. There are lots of ways to respond to milk being left out. Getting angry is only one of them. Your partner has options about how to deal with your ADHD moments. Spoiled milk doesn't automatically and directly lead to anger. Now granted, few partners will be jumping for joy about it, but they still have lots of ways to respond to it. However, if you automatically go into guilty, caught red-handed mode, then it makes it easier for your partner to pin all the blame on you. Obviously, this is no fun for you, but it really doesn't work for your partner either because getting angry too often takes away from their happiness too. Ideally, the two of you would work together on ways to make these moments less frequent, so there are fewer opportunities for you to look like the problematic one. However, given that things will occasionally still get screwed up, your partner is better off if they can find a way to accept these moments and remember the bigger picture of the other good qualities that you bring to the relationship. If your partner is having trouble remembering this, then you may need to remind them by taking full ownership of when you blew it, but then moving the discussion along to their reaction to this development. If you get defensive first or try to minimize the problem, your partner won't take, take the next step with you and will continue to hammer on the idea that their reaction is justified. So you can diffuse their defensiveness by taking their offense away from them, admitting to what you did, and apologizing for it puts it to rest. The discussion then needs to move on to problem-solving mode about 
what you can both do to reduce the chances that this situation will happen again. Maybe there are some things you can do differently to make the situation less likely. Or, you know, maybe there isn't, at least that you can see at this moment, and the problem-solving discussion instead needs to focus on how to make this inevitable situation less distressing. For example, milk will still be left out from time to time. So what can you two do to be less bothered by it? If your partner clings stubbornly to this idea that they can only be happy if you never leave the milk out, then they just won't be happy with you and, by the way, probably not with anybody else either. Not going to happen. The trick is is to get them to see that they're much more likely to be happy if they can come to a point of acceptance of that inevitability. By analogy, I don't like the fact that it gets cold in the winter, but there's nothing I can do to change it, and being angry about it doesn't make me feel any better for, you know, four months out of the year. The thing is, this is not about stop blaming me for things. This is about what you can do to each find more happiness in this relationship and in this life. To get your partner to see this, you need to be able to own your part of things without freaking out or your partner will continue to see you as the problem. Being calm about it creates a situation where it's more likely that your partner will see that they also play some part in things and, more importantly, that you guys can approach this differently so you're both happier. It's harder to hide in the calm than it is in a storm. Whether we're hiding from our partner or from ourselves. The chaos of a stormy argument creates all sorts of loopholes and distractions from the real issue so that the real issues sort of slip away. The real conversations begin when we can be honest with ourselves and honest with each other. That's when problems really get solved. What this all comes down to is integrity, meaning facing your own issues in order to do your part for a better relationship. This also involves pushing our partner a bit to look at their own issues, because going along with an unhealthy dynamic, even if it gets our partner off the hook in the moment, is actually a disservice to them, because they will stay unhappy in the long haul. You both deserve better than that. I freely recognize that none of this is easy stuff to do, but there is a lot to be gained from it. So here are three more tips on dealing with a partner who blames you and your ADHD for too much of what goes wrong in the relationship. Number one, ask your partner to learn more about ADHD. The more they learn, the better off you will both be. Keep in mind that there's a lot of information out there about ADHD, and not all of it will apply to your situation. If it doesn't, discuss why and move on. Number two, talk about how to work together for common goals and remember that you're on the same team. It's easy to lose sight of this when we feel frustrated. When things come up, try to deal with them together rather than seeing your partner as the only cause of and solution to the problem. And finally, number three, make a point of having fun. In the busyness of daily life, it's easy to focus just on keeping your head above water. Believe me, I know that. You also need to actively and intentionally create good times together where you can have some of that fun. These times of connection will help you weather the inevitable storms. 
I hope that this all helps balance things out in, in your relationship. It might even be helpful as a place to start to ask your partner to listen to this episode so that they know where you're coming from if you're suddenly doing things differently. As a concluding note here, EverydayHealth.com recently did a series of articles on ADHD featuring comments from various ADHD experts, including myself and a bunch of other folks from the small world of ADHD. You can find the link on the media page at AdultADHDBook.com or search for it at EverydayHealth.com. Good stuff. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.